Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Movement Radio. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. And I'm Brandon Howard. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to week one of Are You Ready for Some Football? It's a brand new season. Looking forward to this season. Looking forward to the games that we're going to have this week especially. It's going to be a pretty cool, interesting season. How are you guys looking forward to the upcoming season? I'm excited. I can't wait, man. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, I think this year is going to be a little bit more better than last year. Yeah, I like to hope so. I really like to hope so. Um, that being said, uh, anything you guys want to say before we get into these picks? I will say week one, as I was going through, week one is probably the hardest one to predict. I mean, we we know the least amount of possible information going into this. So it's literally anything can happen. That's something that you got to go knowing into this is literally anything can happen. Just have an open mind. Yeah, I can yeah. definitely see that. Before we get into the picks, do you guys want to go over what the NFL power rankings are for week one? Before we jump into the uh, picks, I'm not going to go over every single mm. bit of it. There's the scores are zero zero. Power rank doesn't really matter. Okay, though, then we just won't worry about that until next week. Well, with that being said, we'll start off with the Thursday nighter. We got the Detroit Lions taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, news came out today that Travis Kelsey has hyperextended his knee and may not play in that game. Not sure that it makes much of a difference uh, other than wide receiver one for the Chiefs is down. So somebody else has got to step up. Where are you guys going with this? Chris Jones is also going to be out also, he's correct? Well, yep. he's he, he he was never slated to play, so. Okay. You know what? Like, I, I know in my heart of hearts, I know that the Lions are the sleeper team. The Lions are the team that's going to end up shocking a lot of people. I don't have I don't have the heart to go that far just yet, so I'm going to go with Kansas City to win this game. I agree. I think Friday morning we all wake up and turn Sports Center on, and the headline's going to be, it just does not matter. It doesn't matter if Chris Jones is out. It does not matter if Travis Kelsey is out. Mahomes is going to get it done with whoever is out there playing receiver. And if you give Andy Reid and this Chiefs that much time to prepare in a week one game in Arrowhead coming off the Super Bowl, it's just hard to go against the Chiefs. So I will pick the Chiefs as well. Roger? I'm still going to go Lions. I said a couple weeks ago, I think they can win the opener. And with Travis Kelsey going down, it really does not look good for um, the receiver list Chiefs. Yeah, the the big question mark there is how well does this offense run without Eric Bieniemy? That that's where I'm at. Uh, that's that's what I'll be looking for. Uh, but we'll move on from there. We'll go to the uh, first round of Sunday games. And, Wait, uh, what, what what was your pick? Oh, I'm going Chiefs. Okay, I thought I said that to begin with. Nah, I didn't hear it. If you if you said it, I didn't hear it. I apologize. Hey, uh, right. Yeah, Chad Chad is also going Chiefs. Uh, so Rogers the outlier on that one. Uh. So moving on to Sunday, we got Panthers versus Falcons. I'm going Panthers in this game. Yeah, I'm also going to go Panthers. Um, Bijan's going to have a good game, but it's still the Falcons. I will actually, I'll go, uh, I'll go Falcons at home in this one. I don't typically like uh, rookie quarterbacks week one, and this is also uh, a new coach stepping in. So I think Bryce Young will probably do decent midway through the year, but. It's just not fun to typically bet on uh, rookie quarterbacks week one. So 
I will go with the couple of weeks of experience with Desmond Ritter and a, uh, a Falcons team at home. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Falcons as well, not just because of the quarterback, you know, situation there, but I feel like with the addition of Calais Campbell, with the addition of Jesse Bates, I feel like their defense is better overall than Carolina, so I'm going to go with the Falcons to win that one. All right. Chad is also going Falcons. Um, so next up we have the Houston Texans against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty good game, but the Ravens, I've got winning this one. I also have the Ravens winning this game as well. I think, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory. Ravens. So I will also go Ravens for sure with this matchup. It's kind of a, it's a tough pull for the Texans, I want to say, because A, you don't want to play the Ravens week one. They are typically a team always starts hot, always starts fast. Yeah. And B, they always feast on rookie quarterbacks nine times out of ten, and Stroud is probably going to have a rough go at it in this game. So I would definitely go Ravens. What about you, Roger? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Ravens as well. Um, this is their year. They have to prove something strong. Um, Lamar has to prove it um, every week. So he can't have anything less than like near perfect game, even against a team that people consider minor team or easy to beat. If he slips up leaving a little bit during this team, people are going to start doubting him. So I think he has to focus on that. And I think he'll just win pretty much overall. Right. Don't be surprised if the offense starts a little bit slow. I mean, it's it's going to be a big change for them. So I expect maybe a slower first half, but they'll probably explode second half. Well, I mean, yeah. about two drives in, Odell's ACL is going to tear, so they'll have to stop the game anyways. Yeah, it is also going Ravens on this one. Uh, Next up is a matchup that I'm I'm pretty interested in seeing. Um, it's Bengals Browns, and I'm interested in this to see if the last part of last season for Deshaun Watson, if that was what his new form is going to be, or if he reverts back to the way he played in Houston. Um, but with that being said, I think the Bengals still win this game. Talon, what about you? I have the Bengals winning this game. You know, even if Deshaun Watson does have a pretty good game, and he like he he's got Amari Cooper, he's got Donovan Peoples Jones, he's got Nick Chubb running the ball for him. You know, so yeah, so they're pretty okay, decently, especially at the running back position. Nick Chubb, I think, right now, you know, one A, one B, one C among best running backs in the league right now. But I feel like their defense, other than Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward, they really don't. They have a they have holes in their defense, especially in the free safety spot. For me, the Bengals with that high-powered offense, especially with Joe Burrow throwing, which Joe Burrow is going through a calf injury. He is somewhat probable, questionable. They're, they're still trying to figure out how that's going to work out. Um, overall, though, their defense is a little bit better than uh, than Cleveland's is, even with Miles Garrett. So I'm going to go Bengals also. Brady. So for this one, don't be surprised if Cleveland comes out and makes it really close. They could even pull off the upset for sure. Just because the Bengals usually – they're a team that always starts off really, really slow. If you guys remember last year, the Steelers game week one, it takes Cincy a little bit to get going. Like last year, it was a couple of losses early on. They did not start off hot. But I revert back to the last time we saw Deshaun Watson last year. And typically this year, I don't have much faith in him. So it just goes back to rosters lining them up together, and I love Cincy much more in this matchup. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it that Cincy 
maybe splits the series with them, but week one, I go uh, Bengals. Yeah, I'm also going to go Bengals. Uh, I don't think this Browns team is going to do much at all. They don't really have great weapons. Deshaun Watson's not – I mean, we saw what happened. Maybe he did practice more in the offseason before training camp, but who knows? Um, I just don't have any faith in this Browns team doing anything much this season either, so I'm going to have to go no. with the Bengals. Um, and Chad is also going Bengals on this. Um, so we move – uh, move on to an AFC South matchup with the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Colts have rookie quarterback, new coach, right? They got a new coach this year. Yes. Um, no running back because Jonathan Taylor is, I don't think he's going to play for them. Uh, I mean, he hasn't been traded yet, but he is seeking trades and is refusing anything that the Colts are offering because they're not offering anything. So I'm going Jaguars on this one. Yeah. I am also going Jaguars on this one. Calvin Ridley going to be back in the lineup. Uh, You know, Christian Kirk still also there. Trevor Lawrence has come into his own as the leader of this team. Their defense is still good. Um, The one thing I'll give the Colts, is I mean yeah they it is good that they are starting the rookie uh, quarterback and they do got good receivers in Michael Pittman Jr. Um, and their defense is somewhat stout but at the end I think Jacksonville this is the year that they take that next step I think and I think that Jacksonville wins this game pretty pretty I don't, I don't want to go thoroughly but I think it's going to be a good game and I think Jacksonville will pull off the victory. So I will also go Jacksonville the. Uh... The tough thing for this one is it's a little bit of an X factor with Anthony Richardson because teams don't have film on him, and with a mobile quarterback like that, we don't know what could happen. He could come out and rush for 100 yards, 200 yards passing, and somehow win the game. But I don't necessarily like betting on the Colts without Jonathan Taylor. I don't like the weapons they have on offense, and the roster compared to the Jags is just not up to par with Jacksonville whatsoever. And you look at the coaching, I love what Doug Peterson is doing. And the Jags have a lot of upgrades on offense, a lot of upgrades all around. And uh, typically with rookie running quarterbacks, you want to have that stability with a running back. If JT was in this game, it'd be a lot different, but Deion Jackson and whoever else is back there, don't trust it at all. Got to go Jacksonville. Um. So, uh, I don't know. Um, I'm torn. I feel like Anthony Richardson is going to be a better Cam Newton, especially starting out. He's going to be better at passing, but he's still going to be a power runner. Um, I think that's why the Colts don't really care if Jonathan Taylor comes back because they're just going to put it all on him. But – we saw what Doug Peterson did with this team last season, especially in the second half and how they turned it around. And this is like Trevor Lawrence's proven year overall because shouldn't it be his contract? No, it was the year before his contract year, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think he's going to try to overdo this season. So when it comes to next season, he just can send a contract in the preseason before anything even happens. Um, not only that, uh, Christian Kirk, I like him. Underrated um, receiver overall. And that Jaguars running back committee is super strong. And yeah, I just I just think they're gonna be a better overall offense. 
Um, the Colts' defense is so sporadic because two seasons ago they were really, really strong. Last season they were mediocre. Who knows what they're going to be this season? Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Richardson forces this game to be closer than it should be, but I'm still going to go Jaguars. Uh, so moving on from Jaguars Colts, we're going to pick up um, Rogers' second favorite team in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Minnesota Vikings. Wait, who did Chad pick? No, Chad picked Bengals the, or Jaguars. The Jaguars. <laughs> okay. The Cats. Yeah. He picked the Cats. Yeah. One of the Cats. Yep. But, um, um, I don't want so, to. Oh, Bucks Vikings. All right. Yeah, Bucks Vikings. Um, I think the Vikings are going to pull this off, but I do think the Bucks are going to make this a much closer game, and people are going to remember who Baker Mayfield is. I think this is the team uh, where people are going to be like, oh, that's the guy that was the number one pick for Cleveland. He, you know, bounced around a little bit, went to some teams where there was nobody there for him to utilize weapon-wise. And now he's down in Tampa Bay and he's got, Two of the best receivers in the league, in my opinion. He's got a decent running back. Um, Their O-line is not bad. So I think we'll see a different Baker Mayfield. With all that said, I'm going with Vikings. I'm also going Vikings, but I got it close. Like within a field goal close, like within less than three points close. I think the Bucs are going to keep it that close in this game. And I think that it's going to open a lot of people's eyes to – how good Baker Mayfield can be, especially because he's got probably the best team around him that he's had in years. Uh, the question is, the Vikings have been known to let games go away. The Vikings have been known to choke in some respects. Uh, not to say that I don't think Kirk Cousins is a serviceable quarterback. I do. Not to, not to say that uh, Justin Jefferson's bad. I think Justin Jefferson's the best wide receiver in the game. But that being said, it's going to be close, but I still got the Vikings winning overall. I also have the uh, the Vikings in this one. It will be close, but I think it comes down to the uh, the Vikings' experience in this one. They are really good in one-score games. There will be regression for the Vikings this year, but I see it coming on later on down the road. Down the road, I like them at home for sure. I think this game comes down to uh, we see the coming out party for Alexander Madison and Jordan Addison. I think the these are two key additions that. Uh, are going to be huge for them this year. I think Jordan Addison is big time in the passing game. I think Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson both have a field day with the uh, the Bucks pass defense. So I will definitely go Vikings. But it's going to be a big time reminder, like you said, that this uh, this Bucks team is not a pushover. So, so I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to have to go with the Bucks on this one for the simple fact that this is a season for Baker Mayfield, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans to prove themselves. They all did not do good at all last season. Um, Mike Evans turned into Nelson Aguilar for a couple games last season. I don't know what's going on there. Um, Chris Godwin is always cursed by injury or just being overshadowed in general or pretty much covered too well. Um, And Baker Mayfield was passed around to a couple of teams, like you said. Um, I think, like I said, this year is a proven year for Baker Mayfield. Um, Mike Evans to did he get a thousand yards last season or was it his first season without a thousand yards? Oh, he hasn't he hasn't 
missed it yet. Okay, but it was pretty close for him not to have it because he was dropping a lot of passes. Yeah. Um, it was but, like what four in a game or something like that. He was doing bad. He like I said, that's an aggregate yeah. level. Um, yeah. But overall, I, I think they're going to have the upset here um, because most people, like I said earlier in our group chat, most people think that the Vikings are not going to have an effect, but their tempo's changed because they don't have Dalvin Cook, who makes a lot of important plays during critical moments. Yeah. Uh, Madison is not the same, but he's not bad either. Um, he's always been a good handcuff for, for Dalvin Cook. But I think they're going to focus so much more heavier on passing to the R rushing that they're not going to be able to kill time. And I think that's what the uh, Bucks are going to do is they're going to run down the clock more to keep themselves ahead in the game. Chad is going to go Vikings on this one. So uh, I'll be interested to see our, our group chat on Monday after these games have happened. Oh, yeah. Um, next up, we got Titans versus Saints. Now, this will be uh, Titans first game with DeAndre Hopkins. Does he return to form or does he continue to falter like he did in Carolina? Uh, does Ryan Tannehill step it back up or do they you pass mean, the ball? You mean Arizona? Uh, yeah, what did I say? Carolina, I think. Uh, Cardinals, Carolina, whatever. Who cares, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your favorite C teams. Yeah. F- <laughs> FTC, right, Chip? Yep, FTC. <laughs> Um, does does Ryan Tannehill step up and become the the quarterback that they picked up, or does he continue continue to falter, and do they replace him permanently with Malik Willis? Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Does Derrick Henry return to form? Uh, because last season wasn't a great season for him. It was good, but not what we would expect out of Derrick Henry. Um. For the Saints, is Derek Carr that guy? He has weapons now. Uh, he has, you know, an opportunity to start fresh. I think the Saints pull this off, but I think it's close. Um, so. I'll go ahead and jump in. Um, so I'm going to agree with Chip on this one. I do think it'll be a close game, but the Saints will uh, do it. Derek Carr's got a new team with some really good weapons and a better offensive line than he's had in a while. Um, at this point, um, they're just going to go. They're really focusing on their passing overall as the Saints. And their defense is always a solid defense, um, no matter what season it is. And I think they're going to bring problems to um, the Titans for the simple fact that they're going to pressure um, Tannehill during those play actions. I think they're Derrick Henry obviously is going to get his yardage. You can't really stop that man, no matter what. Um, but I think there's going to be a certain point where, where he's not in the game, and that's when the uh, Saints are going to take advantage, and they're going to start hitting Ryan Tannehill a lot more than the way he's going to be ready for um, opening this game for the season. So I'm going to Saints. All right. Yeah. Uh, Talon? I am also going to go with the Saints. Um, like like many uh, points that you guys have brought up, I agree. Even if Ryan Tannehill is getting you know the hell beat out of him blitz-wise – and you bring in Malik Willis. Malik Willis isn't really that much of an upgrade, judging by what he did last year or what he didn't do last year. You know what I mean? Um, hell, they might even throw in the third stringer in there. You know, depending on how bad the situation gets. Derek Carr now being the new quarterback in New Orleans, and they he has he has motivation behind him now. Like he has a reason to go out there. Like, okay, I'm gonna 
prove every single part. Plus, he's he's throwing to Chris Olave, and Chris Olave, I think, is very underrated as a receiver. I think I think I don't think too many people are giving him the love that he should have. Um, but that being said, I'm gonna go with the Saints to pull the pull the win off of this. So on this one, I will go against the grain a little bit. I think both of these defenses are very, very tough to score on. And with this week one matchup, it's going to be very low scoring. We're going to see this game probably come down to a field goal. Uh, I think the Titans are probably going to come out with a definite edge in this one. You know, they're coming in as very, very overlooked. Everyone's seeing them as, oh, man, they're dead in the water, whatever. But this is a stout defense. We've got Tannehill coming back, Eric Henry coming back. And I like the addition of – D hop. I don't think he's going to be the D hop that we love from uh, Houston, but it's going to be a serviceable receiver for uh, Ron Tannehill that we haven't seen since AJ Brown. He's not to AJ Brown's level, obviously, but still he's a serviceable receiver that whenever it's play action, he can hit him deep. You can rely on D hops to go make a play. So the other factor in this is typically with the, uh, the quarterbacks coming into a new location, such as uh, Derek Carr, Usually it takes them uh, the first week. It's a little bit of adjustment period. So I do take that into account as well. So I'm going to take the experience with the Titans here. Like them a little bit more in this matchup. Going to go with the underdog. Okay. Okay. I got that. Uh, Chad is also going to go with the Saints here. So, Braden, you're the only one going against the grain. Uh, real real quick question, uh, Talon. You mentioned Chris Olave. Um isn't this only his second season? Last year was his rookie year, rookie right? Year. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So how how can he be underrated if he's only played one season? Just 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 a question. Well, because of- people overlook him in terms of uh, you look at Garrett Wilson, and I think sometimes Lava gets a little bit overlooked just because of the location they're at as well. Braden answered for me, so thank you. <laughs> no, no, like, but, but that's exactly what I was fixing to say. I'm not gonna. I'm, I, when I say underrated, I'm not necessarily talking about in terms of value. I'm talking about in terms of being overlooked. Because when you think of, especially in the NFC, when you think of like you think of AJ Brown, you think of you know all these other great receivers that, that that's in there. But a lot of people, I feel like they overlook how good Chris Olave is. That's that's all I was saying. Okay. I think he's. I, I mean, think, I, I think just... he's good. I was yeah. just wondering because he's only had one season. Uh, AJ Brown has been around for a while. You know, a lot of those receivers have been around for a while. So obviously, the rookies are gonna get overlooked unless they have flashy plays. That is just, true. Just, I mean, just you, my opinion, right? Because you see, you know what um, Watson did, and you know what Pickens and up in ten, up in uh, Pittsburgh did. Yeah, there was a whole lot of rookie. Uh, wide receivers who did play excellent, but Chris Olave kind of flew under the radar. He's just as good as those guys. He just didn't get didn't get a whole lot of love, and that's all I was saying. I get you. I get you. All right. Uh, so mo- moving on from that, we're we're gonna bump over to um the 49ers versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, has Brock Purdy been named starting quarterback for the 49ers? Yeah, he's good to go. Okay, so w- with Brock Purdy being named the starter, uh, I think that looks much better for the 49ers. Um, the Steelers still have uh, a serviceable defense. You got, you know, TJ Watt possibly be, you know, in the running for defense player of the year. You got Mika Fitzpatrick. Mika Fitzpatrick, uh, the other guy, I 
lose his main name right now. The other rusher that and they Hayward. have Cameron yes, Hayward. Cam Hayward. Uh so so that defense is is still good, but is that defense better than the 49ers offensive line? That's what we need to to see uh here. Uh with that being said, I think the 49ers are gonna win this. I'm still not sold on Kenny Pickett as the quarterback there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm not sold on Kenny Pickett either. I damn sure ain't sold on Mitchell Trubisky. Um and also, I think the 49ers just have a way better defense. They have way more weapons. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, you know, CMC and Eli Mitchell, you know, taking turns running the football. And Brock Purdy did come into his own. He became Mr. Relevant instead of Mr. Irrelevant. The only thing I will say is that Mike Tomlin will coach his team up and they will play their ass off. Uh, and that defense will step up. But offensively speaking, I don't necessarily trust Pittsburgh. That being said, I am going to go with the 49ers to win this game. So week one, there is always one weird, wild, wacky upset. And I remember watching uh, the Bengals and the Steelers last year, week one, and the they just came out and played their ass off, completely just gave the Bengals a run for their money. And I remember – San Francisco kind of came out flat against uh, Chicago week one last year. It was, again, it was in, the, in a monsoon, but still. Uh, this really seems like a, uh, a Mike Tomlin at home spot. I don't necessarily like Brock Purdy coming off the injury week one. And something else that is popping up that you guys might not have seen is uh, George Kittle's dealing with a groin injury right now. Yeah. So, if he's if he even plays, you know that's that's a big part of the offense. You know he's not maybe he's not getting a ton of uh, catches or targets, but still he's a great uh, blocking tight end that opens up a ton of holes for uh, CMC. So I know it's going to be a rowdy crowd in Pittsburgh, and it's somewhere I would not want my team playing week one. So Ooh. week one, man, it's that's going to be my upset of the week. I think it's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think, but. I like Mike Tomlin and his guys. So, but it's like like what you said. The biggest thing is the uh, the Steelers' offense. That's where it's going to get tricky. So, I'll take them. I like I like Pittsburgh this week. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go 49ers still. Um, I I knew about George Kittle's injury, but it still doesn't affect my decision for the fact that Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey are on the same side. Um, and now Debo actually gets to be a full-time receiver. It's just, it's CMC is just so hard to guard. So really, how do you, one, how do you stop the speed on the 49ers um, offensive side? How do you contain Christian McCaffrey? And can the Steelers defensive line outdo the 49ers offensive line is really the big question. Uh, we know that the 49ers defensive line is going to be stronger than the Steelers offensive line. So that's not an issue. I do get where you're coming from, Braden. I do like seeing upsets and stuff like that week one, but I don't think it's going to be this game. I think it's going to be 49ers winning. Chad is also going 49ers. Uh, so, Braden, you were the only one that went Steelers there. Hell yeah, two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. Next, we got um, the Arizona Crappers, I mean, the uh, Cardinals against uh, Washington football team. Uh, I refuse to call them anything other than Washington football team. Um, this is a game of who gives a shit versus who do, who gives a fuck, basically. That's what this game is. They're two of the worst 
franchises, football speaking wise. Yeah. <laughs> Kyler Murray's injured. They released uh Colt McCoy and they're going with uh Jason Dobbs. Is that his name? Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Josh yeah. Josh Jason, whatever. Um who's their they don't have a running back there? I don't Connor. I mean James Conner, yeah. Oh, James yeah, Conner. Yeah, I forgot he played for them. So yeah, I thought, I, thought I forgot he was in a league, to be honest with you. Uh <laughs> no, I, I thought he played for somebody else. That's that's my bad, but I think I think Washington's defense is much better than uh, Arizona's offense currently. I think Chase Young is underrated as a defensive player there in Washington, um, and I think he's going to have some some decent plays during this game. With that, I'm going with Washington to win. I'm also going Washington to win. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, Arizona's crapping for Caleb at this point. Um, so No, they're tanking yeah. for Tua. Tua's already elite. Yeah, same, you want to trade for him. Same, trade they're, for him. They're, they're not trading Tua. They're not trading Tua. Um, more concussion. Uh, if, I, if he doesn't, if he doesn't <laughs> produce this season, he's gone from Miami. I mean, he's got injury history. I understand. We'll get to that when we get to it. Um, All right. But I'm also going with the Commanders to win this game. No, it's Washington. We do not call them the Crappers. I didn't call them the Crappers. I call them the the Command. Can I just call them WTF? Can I call, can I say that? <laughs> Washington Football Team. Yes. No, that's W-F-T. no, that's no, that's W. No, it's WTF because every time you watch them, you're like, "What the fuck?" Oh, that right, so, laugh, fuck y'all. <laughs> all right, so Braden, go ahead. All yes. right, so this week, this uh, season. <laughs> They will, they will be the commandos for me. I love the commandos. <laughs> so for uh, the commandos this week, uh, going up against the Cardinals, I will obviously pick Washington for this one. Like you guys said, pretty self-explanatory. Uh, this one, if you guys didn't see, is actually sold out. So I think wow. the Washington fan base is definitely on board with Dan Snyder being out, and they want to come out and they want to support their squad. And celebrate. Yeah, hell yeah. This is going to be a big spot for them. And I think uh, this is going to be the Eric Bieniemy and Sam Howell coming out party. I wouldn't be surprised if they come out and light it up, really. I think the uh, the big key factor of this one is, well, I mean, shit, it doesn't really even matter. But uh, Terry McLaurin might sit. He got hurt in the uh, the Ravens preseason game. But I see Jahan Dotson, Brian Robinson, and uh, Antonio Gibson definitely stepping up for the offense. I like what Eric Bienmi is going to have in store for uh, that squad. Definitely see them coming out and scoring points, and I think the defense is going to blitz the hell out of whoever the uh, the Cardinals start quarterback, Toom or uh, Josh Dobbs. The Cardinals just – it's a bad roster. Just fade them all away. Washington in this one, no doubt. Um, I'm going to go – with the brigade on this one, um, I just, I mean, really doesn't matter. Uh, Cardinals are, are not going to do anything. Even when they try, they still fail. So, overall, it, this is more like Cardinals throwing away a game more than the uh, brigade winning a game. All right, fellas. Sam Howell, over under two passing touchdowns. Four interceptions. Oh, I get that. Uh... <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll take the over on two passing touchdowns for Sam Howell. I'm out there with you. I'll take the over on that. I call push. No, I think I'll get right at. I think I'll get right at two. It definitely both of them will. Both of them will. No, no, I take that back. One will probably be to Terry McGowan. The other probably be to Curtis Samuel. Probably Terry won't be in it. I bet he won't play this game. 
I mean, John Dawson, anytime touchdown. There you Antonio go. Gibson. It could become a really big uh, run game for sure. If uh, mm-hmm. they get Brian Robinson and uh, Gibson going, for sure, second half. I could, yeah, I could see Gibson catch a swing pass from Howell and then just walking it in. I could see that happening. Well, this will be the enemy's first time really getting to play with an offense with multiple good, uh, consistent uh, running backs. So we'll see what he does. We'll move on to that from there to Chad's favorite team. Well, who did and Chad pick for Washington, Cowboys? Arizona? Washington. Oh, Washington. Okay. Washington. Yeah, the yeah. Cowboys? Uh, no, the Green Bay Packers. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> I forgot. You got that Jordan Love jersey on. That bullshit. Yes, he's got his Jordan Love jersey on Squeeze right now. His you Jordan just can't Love see him. Uh, so it's the Green Bay Packers versus the Chicago Bears. Um, mm. I am still not sold on Justin Fields in Chicago. Um, I think he's a, a, a decent quarterback. I can't even say good right now. Um, but he has no offensive line. Uh, the, every game that kid is running for his life. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't think they did anything much if anything to they, bolster that offensive line agents. don't sleep on uh, Darnell right watch your mouth okay so <laughs> uh, again i'll say i don't think they did much if anything <laughs> to bolster that offensive line um with that being said i still think that the bears are going to be better than the packers this game and i'm going bears here i'm i'm going to have to go with the Packers because they have a better offensive line. Because that's about it for the, for both these teams. Um, I don't think the Bears are going to be able to get anything going overall. Packers still at least have two good running backs and a good receiver, so that's about it. Really, this is a team. This is also another who who cares and what the fuck is going to happen game. <laughs> I'm also right. going to go. I'm, I'm also going to go with the Packers as well, simply because. They have depth at the running back position, and Chicago's is kind of non-existent. Now, granted, I do uh, think they have they have a running back under center. What are you talking about? Well, that's true, but I'm talking about just, well, just like Baltimore. But but exactly. again, where's but where's the depth? Where's the depth? That's what I'm asking you. The, the 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 Green Bay has far more, and hell, maybe Jordan Love can run a little bit too. We don't know. You know, hell, he's only <laughs> played one game. You know, um, but. I don't know. I, I just think Green Bay and, and they do got a little bit better secondary help, you know, with Jahir Alexander. But, you know, that's really not much to speak of. Again, this is one of those games. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? You know, but I got to go Green Bay just because it was just a team to pick. And honestly, Justin Fields can't do everything by himself, even though he tries to do everything by himself. So I am going to go with Green Bay to win this one. Okay. Brady? Uh- I, I love being on this show so I can be the lone wolf on all these picks. It's so fun. <laughs> but You're going for a tie, aren't you? <laughs> I, this, is not, this is not my tie game. I have a tie game, though. Okay. I, uh, I definitely want to go Chicago in this one just because uh, I think Jordan Love going into Chicago, I think that's going to be a big factor is uh, Chicago is going to be at home. With this one, I think – Fields with his legs is a big X factor. I love Green Bay's defense, but early on, I think they're going to struggle to contain Fields. 
Fields on the ground and his mobility. And I th- think we definitely see the flashes of uh, Fields' new weapon with uh, DJ Moore. And I actually do like the uh, the running backs in Chicago with Roshan Johnson and uh, Khalil Herbert. I think they have a lot to offer. They're not to the talent tier of Dylan and Jones, but they're definitely uh, serviceable for sure. I do think that we will see for sure the offensive line, if it can hold up. They didn't make many key additions, but I think it will be just enough to uh, get them over the hump. And I I am looking forward to this matchup for sure. We're going to see a lot of answers about um, Justin Fields and Jordan Love in this one. So going to go with the home team here. I like Chicago at home. Uh, okay. Sir, you you obviously weren't paying attention because I also picked Chicago. In oh, you did. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, you said I'm gonna say Packers. No, no. Chad's team. Remember that, okay, yeah. my bad. My bad. Yeah. I thought you said Packers. I misheard you. And, uh, and of course, Chad picked. Chad picked the, the, the Packers. Packers. Jordan Love. All day. He has <laughs> okay. a tag right okay, above. That's where I got mixed. Right above his label, <laughs> Jordan Love. But uh, <laughs> but uh, real quick, Chad, when you were talking about uh, Justin Fields saying he's yes. a decent quarterback and not a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I do think he's a good quarterback because he was able to get wins with Chicago with no offensive line. Go I, ahead, I, I get where you're coming from. I just think he's got just uh, – there, there's like a, a, a paper's edge worth of passing ability that he needs to show me that he hasn't yet. He can run, and you're right. He did win games with Chicago with no offensive line. Um I'm just not sold on his arm strength. Now, apparently, you know, that doesn't matter a whole lot. Lamar Jackson is a starting quarterback, uh, and I'm still not sold on his his passing <laughs> ability 100%. Neither is uh, 85% of the fans, actually. Uh, but, no, I think, I think if he was at a better serviceable team, I think he would be able to pass more and also show that what he could do with his movement, uh, his legs. Like if he went to the fucking Rams, I think he'd actually be a really good good play overall. I'm not saying he's going to win the division or anything like that, but he'd definitely be one less injured and two not have to run as much. Yeah, right. I think a lot of it falls down to the the lack of offensive line in Chicago, yep. and and that's why he hasn't been able to show his passing ability because when he was at Ohio state, he was really good in in the passing game. So Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. uh, So with that being said, we're going to move on to the Las Vegas Raiders versus Rogers team, the Denver Broncos. Um, I think this is a kind of prove it year uh, for the Broncos. They've got a, new head coach in Sean Payton. Does he really want to be there or is he just there for the money? Does he want to prove that he is still a top tier coach or, or not? I'm still on the fence about that. Is Las Vegas, you know, how are they going to do with Jimmy Garoppolo? Is Garoppolo, this, this is his kind of prove it opportunity as well, because new team, new coach, you know, he played a little bit in, in New, New England. Stars. He is <laughs> I mean, in he, Vegas now. I mean, he, he, they, yeah, he, you know, he, he sat under the, the Tom Brady and Lurdy tree in New England. Then he went to <laughs> the Robert Kraft tree, too. <laughs> he might be under the Johnny Sins tree in Vegas now. Shit. <laughs> and then he went to. <laughs> 
I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No, you said that. Uh, but then he went to to the 49ers, and he he was he was okay. Uh, but there was a lot of injuries that that hampered him, and and why he got overlooked, or, uh, maybe not overlooked, but why he got passed up uh, for Trey Lance, who then got injured, and then Brock Purdy, uh, you know, over his time there. Uh, so I think both of these teams have something to prove. I just think Denver has more to prove, uh, which is why I have Denver winning this game. I also have Denver winning this game. I feel like the addition of Sean Payton is going to motivate the team to play better. Um, I do think the addition of Frank Clark on the defensive line is going to help them help the defense and motivate the defense better. At the same time, and on the flip side, I can't disregard the defensive contributions that Max Crosby and Chandler Jones are going to have for uh, the Raiders. Also, yeah, you could say Jimmy G, and he does have a great weapon in Devontae Adams. And, you know, Josh Jacobs did get somewhat of a payday. So he, he got the Saquon deal almost. Uh, and he's going to, you know, he's, he's going to be there to play. The Broncos, I think that the Broncos – with Sean Payton are more motivated. And yet, you know, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, can Russell Wilson return to who he once was in Seattle? Because I think we can all say that last year he definitely regressed as a quarterback. This year, can he have a bounce back year? I think he can. I don't know. I don't think he'll be, you know, back to the level that he was in Seattle, but I think he'll be a whole lot better than what he was under Nathaniel Hackett. So I'm also going to go with the Broncos to win this as well. So for All this right. one, I will actually yes. go with the, the road team. I'm going to go with Vegas here. I don't necessarily like the pairing of uh, Russ and Sean Payton. I don't think their styles really mend well together. And before I pick them and trust them, I think they're going to need pr- to uh, prove it to me first. And another thing on this one, you've got to look at uh, Denver's wide receiver room. I don't like that they're losing – for week one, uh, Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick. So you've got Denzel Mims and Cortland Sutton out there. I think that's going to be a big blow to the offense. And uh, the defense is probably going to have to carry them a lot in this game. But when you line the two rosters up side by side, I definitely like what the uh, the Raiders are coming out with. I don't love the Raiders coaching, but I do love their skill position players with uh, what you were saying with Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. And then the offense actually has a lot of pieces too. I love Josh Jacobs, love Devontae Adams. And uh, I love the addition of uh, Michael Mayer, the new tight end they got in the draft. So I like the nope. – uh, Is like Josh Jacobs playing? Yes, he's, he's going to yeah, be playing. Yeah. So and like also – Over there, so yeah. I will – And, and also uh, Jacoby Byers is also with the team now too. So there's Service another exit. Oh, yay. You've got Hunter Renfro there too, another underrated wide receiver. So I'll go, I'll go Raiders. Is he underrated though? He ain't shown up for the last couple of years. Uh that's because he had he had one really good season a couple of years ago, and then. But even then, the the good season he had was overshadowed by Mac Hollins. Which Bro, also as a wide receiver, I was to say, Roger, do you want to know Chad's pick before you pick, or he's probably going to go with the Raiders. That is correct. Yeah, I hope right, I hope, J- hope Jalen Hurst blows both his ACLs out this season. Damn. The victory. Actually, no, actually, I actually I don't know. I actually like Jalen Hurts. I can't say yeah, that. I know, right? I can't say that. Hey, what did he do to you? Damn. Um I hope Chad <laughs> Wall is a quarterback again. <laughs> um, but um I'm I'm gonna go with the Broncos for the simple fact that we do have a better coach 
that's really the main issue we really have. I mean, besides trading away two really good defensive players and not being able to make decisions, but I still feel like we're better overall than the Raiders are right now because, I mean, they. I don't like the coaching staff at, in Las Vegas. Uh, Josh Jacobs is really the only thing for them offensively. They have a good defense, but that's about it. Um, and I feel like Russell Wilson is trying to prove this season that he is worth the money that he's getting paid. <laughs> what? What? You you missed the face that Braden made when you said Josh Jacobs was the only weapon they had. You you heard what I said. <laughs> the that only face. Weapon they have. The only weapon they have. You uh, you looked at your other screen right as he <laughs> made his face. Oh man! Don't worry, you'll see it when we play this back. I mean, I'm sorry, just being, I'm just being honest. It's all it is. It's telling the truth, no matter how much it hurts. All right, but yeah, I'm going to go with Broncos. So we already got that. Uh, move moving on to the the next game. We got the Miami Dolphins, Talon's favorite team, versus Jets? the. Oh, oh, that's his second favorite. Well, I, I'm not sure if they've taken over first favorite or, or not yet, but they're, you know, it's like 1A, 1B. Um, So we got the Dolphins versus the Chargers. This one was a little difficult for me uh, to to pick. Uh, if Tua can stay healthy, that team is going to be good, but we know his track record. And he's got, you know, most people have a glass jaw. He's got a uh, glass brain. Uh, they, they have tons of weapons there in Miami. But the Chargers, they have weapons too. And I personally like the Chargers defense more than I like the Dolphins defense. With that being said, I'm going Chargers to win this one. So for me, this is my tie of the week. You you want me to put tie? Yeah, I, I generally yeah. think this is my tie of the week. But I told you I had one tie this week, and I believe it's this game. It was just really hard for me to overall to think about who would really win. But then I also thought of the possibility of them just ending a tie, seeming more likely than one team just getting away with the, than the other team. I mean, it is in L. Well, it's in California. I'm not gonna say LA because it's not in LA, but it's right. at SoFi Stadium. I think the Dolphins. It's a proven year for majority of them. Um, Waddle and Tyreek Hill and um, Tua and Mostert all have something to prove this season. Um, Jalen Ramsey's supposed to be there. I don't know if he's actually played or not. He blew his vagina out, so who knows. Um, but uh, overall, I still think it's a proven proven for a lot of the Dolphins, like a proven season for a lot of the Dolphins players. Um, but same thing with Justin Herbert. I think he's trying to get to that next level, that upper tier, break in overall, um, separate himself from them, most of the quarterbacks. And he's got a lot of new, clean, shiny weapons for him to use overall. Um, and, I mean, you can't really count out Eckler either. All right. Uh, so, Ty. Brayden, <laughs> where, where are you going on this one? So, I really like uh, – I like the Chargers in this one, but it's a definite toss-up, like pick – Pick whatever you want. I mean, it really comes down to a pick them in this one. There's no real edge, I think, because uh, with this one being at the Chargers, there's no home build advantage, in my opinion. So 
I like the uh, the fact that the Chargers offense, well, the Chargers team in general is all healthy going into this one. You've got a a healthy Mac and a healthy Bosa on defense, which I love a lot going after two. I think they're going to give him a lot of problems, unfortunately. With, uh, <laughs> hopefully not with a uh, <laughs> with a couple of injuries to the offensive line on the Dolphins already. It may prove to be a couple of problems early on in the season. So I love the addition of Kellen Moore, like we've talked previously. And I think this is a situation where uh, Herbert shows off his shiny new toys with Quentin Johnston and a healthy receiving core for the first time in a long time. You're not throwing to Josh Palmer and company. Do you think uh, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle take advantage of this uh, charter secondary whenever uh, Bosa and Mac don't get home? So this will probably be pretty high scoring, but Chargers probably pull away with it in the end, in my uh, prediction. Okay, uh, Chad is also going Chargers on this one. I, I, I you know, I, I had a feeling. I, I had a feeling this was going to happen. Uh, there's a part of me that says, okay, make your pick with your head. Don't make your pick with your heart. Okay, so let me break it down. Okay, who has the better quarterback? The Chargers. Who has better wide receivers? The Dolphins. Who has the best running backs? Totally, I think Austin Eckler is the best running back out of all the running backs who could be playing in this game, but Miami has depth. Uh, if we go over to the other side, I think our <laughs> defensive line is better, but I think that the Chargers' linebacking core is better. If you come down to the secondary, we got two good um, corners. We we still Mac. Uh, I'm sorry, Mac. Uh, Holland is still struggling with with, with his issues with, at free safety position, but at the same time. They got Derwin James. They got – what was that, Braden? Uh, oh, we, we, we were letting you finish. <laughs> yeah, we were letting you finish. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I just seen this. So I didn't – Oh, no, it. I was saying Xavier Howard. Throw, throw, throw oh, okay, I oh, okay. uh, appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, Wakanda. Um, <laughs> but, now, if I'm being truthful, though, like it really came down to a flip of a coin for me, and I wanted so bad – wanted so bad to pick Miami to win this game, but I can't do it. Like I, I cannot in my heart – I can't I can't go with my heart. I have to go with in my head. And like what Braden said, it's a complete toss-up. But I think that the fact that they are playing in LA, quote quote unquote, I think the home field advantage is gonna be a factor. And I think that unfortunately the Chargers are gonna win this game. I fucking hate saying it, but I got the Chargers winning. So who is the Miami running back depth you're talking about? They got I- <laughs> Go ahead, because I have a question for you as well. I mean, they got they got Raheem Monster, right? Let me go back and look at the uh, thing. I don't have it up in front of me right now. I just know I just know they got depth at the running back spot. Paul H is going to get hit once and collapse. Well, while you're looking at that, I, I want to know how your defensive line is better than the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers, yeah, that well. one threw me off too. Well, that, that- that low key is a toss up, though. I mean, Bradley Chubb, Christian Wilkins, and then uh, I couldn't tell you who's on the Chargers interior, but I mean, Chargers are will probably take it with the edge. We also sure. have we also have Requan Davis. We also have uh, Emmanuel Ogba. Like, I mean, we have good, you know. But is your players on the No, no, on the D line. Who's on D line? I'm not saying. I, I I'm not saying that your defensive line is garbage. I just personally don't think it's better than the Chargers defensive line. Okay. Yeah, I think um, you guys have a better interior defensive line, but they have a better outer or the edge. And yeah, you, know, okay. the, yeah. you know that matters a lot in 
um, NFL because the outer guy is so much harder to guard nowadays. Because the outer guy's a hybrid. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's yeah. the edge guy. You know, he you can got, line you up. Got, you got and baby Bosa on one side. Yeah, you got baby Bosa on one side. Khalil Mack yeah. on the other side. The only so. thing is, Khalil, Khalil is a little bit older. So, you know, he might. Yeah, but he's 100% healthy. Yeah. That's that's true. But, hey. All it takes is one good chop block and he's out again. So. Yeah. But, (laughs) but yeah. But like I said, and again. But who are your running backs? Who are your running backs? Oh, yeah. Um, So I got. (laughs) Damn it. Made me go back. All right. So we got Raheem Munstered, Alec Ingold, Christopher Brooks, uh, Salvin Ahmed, and uh, Devon Aiken. Jeff Wilson's on IR. Jeff Wilson's on IR, so, you know, can't really do much with that situation. But you go over and you look at the depth. Isaiah Spiller, um, Josh McKelly, Austin yeah. Eckler. Yeah, I think that's something. I like that squad a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I think Austin Eckler is the best of all the running backs that's going to be playing, but in terms of, you know, depth, I still would lean toward Miami, but that's – that's my opinion. That's, cool. that's, probably, that's, that's probably me speaking from the heart, I guess. You know, that's no, no, no. I, I get it. I get it. They have uh, six running backs and the Chargers have four. So I guess more depth. But right. so moving on, uh, we got the Eagles versus the Patriots. Uh, I'm not going to say a whole lot about this. I'm just going to say the Eagles are winning. Yeah, Eagles. Eagles. So this one's actually going to be a little bit closer. <laughs> than I wow. Think. The Eagles are going to win, obviously. But still, <laughs> it's not going to be a complete blowout. I mean, maybe you got, in in New England, Week One, Belichick's probably going to dial something up to slow down Jalen Hurts just a tad bit. And there is, I mean, Super Bowl hangover just a little bit, but this Eagles roster is top to bottom a lot better. But it's it's not going to be a complete blowout. And uh, I expect a little bit lower scoring. I don't think the Patriots will win, but it's definitely going to be a little bit closer. I'll go Eagles, though. I'm about to say, um, if Richard Seymour, Willie McGinnis, Teddy uh, Teddy Bruschi, Ty Law, uh, Rodney Harrison, all those guys, Vince Rufo, if all those guys are playing this Sunday, yeah, it's going to be awesome. But <laughs> I mean, they're they're not going to win, but just <laughs> it's not going to be. <laughs> I think it might be a blowout. I think I think it might be a blowout. There, unfortunately. How many times does Mac Jones get sacked? Oh, God. Five. Five. <laughs> five. I mean, because, I mean, the Eagles kept, like, what, 90% of their Super Bowl contender team, and then they added fucking great pieces to replace the ones that left? Yeah. I yeah, mean, and they, and then they, they got the some Georgia, Georgia Bulldog Georgia players. Yeah, and then, and they got, and then the, for some reason, the Lions traded away or gave Swift to them just to help out their, their back. I mean, what the hell? <sighs> Doesn't make any sense at all. Nope. Yeah. All right, I'm assuming right. Chad. Uh, we already know nope. Chad's answer, so yeah. uh, never mind. <laughs> I, Chad is going Eagles all the way, all the way, seventeen and zero. So oh, wait, do they play the Packers this year? Because they he might pick Jordan Love over Jalen Hurts. Oh, God. oh my God! <laughs> Oof. That 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 is that is a situation I don't want to think about right now. Okay, <laughs> my brain does not does not have the mental cap- capacity to figure that shit out. But anyway, I, let's move I, on to the next game. We got like three I games. Actually, left. can't. I actually can't wait for Chad to be back on here so he can <laughs> defend himself. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Uh, when this episode drops on Thursday, he'll 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 make his peace known. Trust me. Oh, our group chat is going to light up. Uh, but we're going to move on trouble. to the the last Sunday game. Uh, Sunday game. Day game. Yeah. 
Uh, and we're going Rams versus Seahawks. The Seahawks have a lot to prove. They they did well last year, um, but the Rams have more to prove. They were very injury-ridden last year. I'm still iffy on their quarterback. Uh, he had one good season where he won the Super Bowl. Matt so, Stafford's not starting, is he? Is Stafford? he not? Is I thought he, he was. I thought he wasn't. Let me double check. Oh, Stafford's ready to go, man. Just I thought he was. Cup is out. Stafford's in. Oh, no, yeah. Cooper Cup is still up, maybe. Yeah, that's what oh. it is. Okay. Yeah, because he's got to go to – he went to get his hamstring checked on. Okay. Uh, you think it'll be a game-time decision? No, he's he's got to sit out. This is the second time he's injured that hamstring. Yeah, I definitely – he will probably sit out the first month of the season. That's my prediction. Yeah, he's going to a specialist uh, just to work on it, like throughout the week. So he's not even actually practicing. Um, he's well, he's doing light work, but he's actually going after practices and stuff to go see a specialist. So, okay. Um, uh, but yeah, um, Matt Stafford, uh, not fucking dependable at all. So, uh, Seahawks win yeah. this one, especially since they picked I, yeah. up some pretty new weapons for Geno Smith. Yeah, I got the Seahawks winning as well. I also have the Seahawks winning as well. I like Seattle at home. Uh, two key injuries that we've got to look at is uh, Cooper Cup is probably the entire Rams offense outside of uh, Cam Akers. Cam Van Akers- Jefferson. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Cam Akers will have This a- motherfucker, really? <laughs> Cam Akers will have a good year this year, but I don't like him on the road in Seattle week one. And I don't think – Matt Stafford coming back off the rip in Seattle week one. I don't like it. Uh, on the other side, Jackson Smith and Jigba looks like he'll probably sit week one. But, I mean, you look at it, it's the exact same offense from last year. They're just not getting their shiny new toy week one. So, uh, Seattle builds a ton for the draft the past couple of years, and I love the pieces that they're grabbing. So, I like Geno and the boys week one at home. All Gino right. Geno and the boys sounds like a – Sound like a '70s band, doesn't it? Like an R&B group. Gino and the boys. I yeah. think I think smoke him out uh, for Smokey Robinson and them. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I think that Seattle's gonna depend heavy on their run game because they have a lot of good um, depth at the running back position. You got Kenneth Walker, Kenneth DJ Walker, Dallas, yeah. and Zach uh, Cabernet. Okay. So, um, and Gino, I think they're gonna. Let Gino play smart. Um, obviously, um, Pete Carroll trusts him more, especially after the season he had. But Tyler Lockett and DJ Metcalf still out there, and then you just dump it off to a running back. So I feel like that's why they're going to be doing better overall. And there's no yeah. secondary with LA right now. Like they they have little to no like impact players on their in their secondary. I can't you tell know. you another player on that defense besides Aaron Donald. It's that bad i mean bobby wagner's gone too i mean he was he went back to seattle didn't he yeah he was in seattle this is this should be a cool matchup <laughs> yep yeah uh, chad chad also went uh seahawks on this one yeah uh so moving on we have our sunday nighter um uh, we have uh chad's third favorite team in the dallas cowboys Ooh. versus the new york giants danny dimes saquon barkley um, can Saquon hold up like he did last year? Can Danny Dimes make the plays that he did last year? 
That's the question that I have. On the flip side, can Dak stay healthy? Or does he go down with an injury week one in this game? And do we get to see their shiny new quarterback uh, play? Cooper Cooper Rush? No. No, not Cooper Rush. <laughs> I, just, I just I just don't I just don't trust Trey Lance. Like even in the games when he did play healthy, he didn't really play that great. Played a game, didn't he? He played not a like game. Played against the pack. Yeah. He played Wait, a game. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, Trey Lance? Yeah. He played against yeah. Chicago week one in a monsoon. Yeah. And then almost broke his ankle in that game. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So, I I do think that if that goes down, Trey Lance gets the call, not Cooper Rush. Um, So, I'm going Cowboys to to win this one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Do you remember who the head coach is for the Cowboys? I do. They still somehow made it to almost to the playoffs last year. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Somehow, somehow almost. Uh, yeah. Uh I mean it was a coin flip and, and they would have been in the playoffs. Um the Cowboys? So, yeah. The Cowboys were in the playoffs. Yeah, they were in the playoffs. They were seven six, seven seed. They went to the divisional uh, round. So they lost yeah, they lost to uh, they lost to the what the 49ers or was yeah. it uh, yeah, See, they lost to the 49ers, yeah. They lost to Trey Lance. Okay. Uh, but yes, I, I do have the Cowboys winning this, and I think it's going to be a tight, tight game uh, because it is a rivalry game as well. Well, this game is going to be uh, MetLife Stadium. Someone will go with the Giants. Um, this would be technically Daniel Jones' fourth out of fifth year that I said that he'd be in the upper echelon. So I think he's going to make a big leap like he did last year. And Saquon still has something to prove because he only got that one-year deal. Um, as long as he stays healthy, um, that offense is going to be explosive and hard to stop. Yes, they don't have quote-unquote receivers. They didn't have quote-unquote receivers last year. Still fucking made things happen. Um, and Mike McCarthy still garbage head coach. Hopefully the Cowboys lose this season so he can go away and quit playing coaching football. Uh, Talon, where are you going? I'm going Giants. I think – I just I don't know, man. Like the more injury, the more injuries that have accumulated over with Dak Prescott, the less I trust him. Not the fact, not from his ability to throw the football, but from his ability to stay healthy. And with the new philosophy Mike McCarthy is using as to he wants to start running the ball ball more, you're running it with little ass Tony Parker. I'm not Tony Parker. Uh, Tony uh Pollard. Why the <laughs> fuck did I say Tony Parker? <laughs> little ass Tony Pollard. <laughs> Well, because Tony Parker was a little ass dude too. <laughs> that, that's true. He's a beast, though. Um, but at the same time, it, like, did nobody even think about what this brand new culture philosophy is going to do for like CD Lamb, who is probably the best receiver that you've had since Des Bryant? Like, Amari I mean, you, well, uh, they had Amari Cooper. Cooper. Well, they had Amari Cooper there too, but <laughs> wait, wasn't that? But that wasn't they both around together at the same time? Des yes. and Amari when they were. But Amari came out mm-hmm. coming after. I thought, yeah. yeah. All right. And him and CD Lamb were there for a year together, right? Yes. Regardless. Yeah. Regardless, you how is it going to help his development as a wide receiver? You know what I mean? And 
the fact that and now your defense, your defense is stout. You still got D Law, still got Micah Parsons, still got Trayvon Diggs. You got some pieces on that defense, but I think that New York is a very underrated defense. I feel like they can surprise people with the way that they play defense, and I feel like Daniel Jones is gonna, yeah. They, they, you know, they, they have a pretty much a bunch of a bunch of no name receivers, but I think that Dan- Daniel Jones has the ability to make shit happen, you know, when you're not expecting him to make shit happen. Uh, and Saquon's going to do his thing. He's going to run. He's going to do his thing. Uh, I think it's actually going to be a. I think I think Saquon might have may have a pretty good game in this game. Uh, I ain't I ain't predicting like a hundred something yards or anything like that, but I definitely think he's going to you know put the team in good positions to you know for Daniel Jones to make plays and stuff like that. And I think the defense is definitely going to say, I'm going with the Giants in this situation. Um, but I think, but I got it close, very, very close. But I think Giants are going to win. What about All you, right. In this game, uh, a lot of these week one matchups, some of them are big time toss up games, but I will have to follow the trend here and go with uh, Dallas in this one. They've actually they've won the last four of their matchups with the Giants, actually. And New York always seems to struggle with Dallas. I don't know what it is, but they can't seem to get past them. I think Dallas's defense is a big key factor in this game. Uh, I love what they have coming back. And last year they gave everyone fits. I mean, it was all – the big talking point of Dallas was the defense. Like, they kept them in games. They killed it. And uh, I love the addition of Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I know the big talking point has been, like, slow the game down just a little bit. But until we see them completely commit to that, I want to see the same. Until we see them completely shift to that, it's still going to be the same Cowboys offense. You know, I I think they'll do that just a tad bit, but they're still going to throw the ball. And until Dak goes down, I'm not going to factor in injuries because they're so unpredictable. I I don't know. He he is a tad bit injury prone, but he's still a serviceable quarterback, and I think he gets the job done here in uh, the Sunday night game. I like the, the Cowboys in this one. One thing about Brandon Cooks that I think a lot of people and and I said this I sent a picture um, or a meme in the uh, group uh, chat the other day that Brandon Cooks has not had a receiving yard season less than a thousand yards his whole career, and he's he's playing with shit quarterbacks man like he's he's got Dak yeah. now probably the best quarterback he's had in a long time. Well, who he Jared Love sir. I said in a long time he hasn't been on the ramp, <laughs> brother. It's been like he, three seasons. I was going to say the last couple of seasons he had. The last couple of seasons he had Davis Mills in Houston and still got a thousand plus yards. Was that the only quarterback that threw to him though? No, nah, he had Casey Houston. there for a little bit, right? Uh, no, sure think, t- you sure Tom Savage didn't throw a little bit to him? No, nah, I'm positive Tom Savage. <laughs> he played. That was that was prior to Deshaun Watson's years. Tom okay. Savage was. Yeah. Regardless, I like that move because it's not CD Lamb getting the damn ball every time of the year. So it's it's diversified. But we got Michael Gallup coming back healthy too. So that's it's actually a pretty decent receiving core. Uh Chad also went with uh the Cowboys on this one. Well, oh, of course. Third for your team. Uh, uh and our final game of the week, the Monday nighter. We've got the Buffalo Bills versus the New York Jets. Uh, Is Aaron Rodgers still that guy that everybody thinks he is? On the flip side, is Josh Allen healthy enough 
to throw the ball like he has been for the past couple of seasons. Um, the Jets revamped their pretty much their entire team around Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so we will see. I've got the Bills winning, but I don't – I actually – don't have them winning by more than like a touchdown. Uh, I, I just, I'm not sure about Josh Allen and his throwing elbow. Cause it's very easy to re-injure that Tommy John uh, injury. And he didn't have surgery. He opted for rehab instead. So I, but I do have the bills winning this one. I also have the Bills winning this one, and it's not just because fuck the Jets. Um, okay, it's about 75% fuck the Jets, but in actuality, they basically – New York, all they did was basically recreate the Packers, but in a different market. That's all they did. Um, now, granted, uh, uh, you know, Christian uh, Christian Wilkinson, Wilkinson – no, I'm sorry. He was, he's a Green Bay. It's Watson. What? I'm sorry. Watson, yeah. Um, you know, Watson's the shiny new toy that he's going to – you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to get to throw to. They bring in Alan Lazard. They bring in Randall Cobb. Um, hell, I'm surprised the ghost of Jordy Nelson don't fly in there eventually. Um, but you know, and they got good running backs with Brees Hall. You know, Dalvin Cook is there, you know, and defense is a top five defense. I'm not going to take anything away from them. However, when you look at Buffalo, Josh Allen again, the I, I still hold true to the statement that I said a, a, a long time ago. He just Take the year off, get the Tommy John surgery, come back next year, let the team rebuild, and everything should be fine. But he opted for rehab. He's a grown ass man. He can make his own decision, and we'll see what happens. But you know, still that they still got Stephon Diggs. You know, one you know again, top ten wide receiver. Their defense is sneakingly good, uh, and what I mean by that is that they 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 have a, the ability to fool offenses. Um, you know, like luring and things of that nature. Um, I definitely think that the Bills are going to win this one, but I definitely think it's going to be close. I I would say probably closer than a touchdown, maybe within three, I would say. Um, maybe a last-second field goal might put somebody over the top or a last-second, you know, maybe they may go into overtime in this one, you know. I mean, both teams, you know, have good enough defenses to hold. I don't see this as a high-scoring game either. Like, I, I'm thinking around maybe the 14-17 or – something like that. That's kind of where I see this game going. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills to win this one. I think All this right. is a definite spot where uh, everyone's looking in the direction of the Jets and the Bills are over here saying, hey, you know, we're we're still here, you know. Right. It's, it's one of those spots where it's they want to say, hey, you know, this is all shiny and new, but like we're the proven commodity. We're, we've been killing shit, you know. We're still the same Bills and we've added on and uh, I think here you really gotta go with a proven commodity in the Bills. I trust them a lot more. Uh, yes, they're in New York, but I think this is one of those spots where I can honestly see the uh, the Jets coming out and the offense being a little bit stagnant, and everyone starts freaking out like, "Oh shit, this is this is not how this was supposed to go." And um, if you've watched Hard Knocks at all this season, there have been uh, certain times where Aaron Rodgers has gotten really pissed off that offensive line. And, oh, uh, what a shock! And I mean, the, uh, the receivers hasn't haven't been really clicking in certain spots. So I think it later on in the season, yeah, I see Aaron being successful, but they've really got a tough four game stretch to open the year up. So I really think the Jets probably 
They make they made the game close for sure. It's probably a field goal game, but I love the Bills and the proven commodity because I don't know if you guys remember uh the last primetime uh week one game the Bills were in, they came out and throttled the Rams after they just came off that Super Bowl. So definitely like the Bills here here in primetime. I mean, sure you know the answer. I'm gonna go Bills. Bills, yep. Uh I still to this day believe Aaron Rodgers is fucking beyond overrated. Um more overrated than Death Note, so. Um, <laughs> why why the, I'm over here catching strays, man? Shit. You aren't catching strays. <laughs> I'm sorry for taking your favorite anime. But uh, about, you, didn't, you didn't say anything about Demon Slayer. We talking about? Okay, Cap. <laughs> but uh, no, I I think Aaron Rodgers is pretty overrated. I think that team is actually going to do worse because of his attitude. Um, they're just going to be yelled at for apparently always messing up, even though they won't be messing up all the time. It'll be the other person messing up. But what do I know? Um, but no, I still think the Bills have to prove this year uh, after they fell in the end of the last season. I think they're going to pick it up this year. Uh, Stefan Diggs was pretty much on the verge of leaving because of how the team's mentality, I guess, was or whatever. But Josh Allen and him had some meetings and then they had a personnel meeting um so the bills have to i don't say win all this season but they have to get further maybe they're going for they're going for the super bowl obviously but they have to make it this year for the team that they have to actually reach the potential it has the two main teams in my opinion that stand in the way of the bills making it to a super bowl let alone winning it are the chiefs and the Bengals at this point and History has shown that when you play these teams in the postseason, you do not come through, whether defensively or offensively. You know, now the bullshit um, overtime thing that fucked them. You know, yeah, when, don't, when don't they didn't get a chance. Don't talk about it. I, I'm I'm just saying that that's that that we need context. It's part of the story. We'll see what happens. You just need to get a better running back. Who are their running backs right now? James Cook. Uh... Well, Devin, Devin Singletary isn't even there anymore. It's, no, he uh, left. Uh, Damian Harris is there as well. It's Damian Harris, James Cook. And somebody else. They just drafted him, didn't they? They, I I wish they would have taken Brees Hall when they had the chance, man. That was oh, – God. They should uh, have. All right, here it is. Damian Harris, hey. James Cook, Ty Johnson, Latavius, Latavius Murray still playing? Latavius oh, Murray. The GOAT. Frank Gore? Expect a hundred yard game <laughs> at some point this season. Latavius Murray will have a hundred yard game. The, they should have gotten freaking Dalvin Cook when he went out on the market. Yeah, and, Chad, right. and Chad picked who? I, I, the I Jets. Did he pick the Jets for real? For real? Or is he just bullshitting me? What a it's sheet. the Bills. Because I mean, because if he picked the Jets, I could see it. <laughs> he picked the Bills. Don't lie for him. Don't protect him now. I'm not protecting shit. I'm just saying. I'm about, surprise me. You're talking shit. about me. Yeah, I'm talking about oh, shit. Oh, okay. So, all right. With that being said, uh, there are all of our picks for week one. Um, last question. Sleeper game of the week. Where are you guys going? Are you saying upset or like, hey, this could be a banger. Great game. Bang that. All right. I got two. I'm going to say – I'm gonna say Lions and Chiefs, and then the other one is going to be the um, Buccaneers Vikings. I also have Lions and Chiefs. Um, 
I think that the Titan Saints game is going to be closer than we think. I think it's going to be really, really good to watch. And call me a homer if you want to. I think Chargers Miami is going to be going to be a banger. I think. Most my time. I think that's that's definitely going to be the uh, the high scoring, high flying game of the week, and <laughs> a lot of highlights out of that. And I hope uh, I just hope we win because <laughs> it's, it's probably going to be so close. Like I honestly think this this uh, this Pittsburgh and San Fran game is. It's going to be a nail-biter, I think. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, the obvious choices would be, you know, Lions, Chiefs, Bucks, Vikings, um, Dolphins, Chargers, you know, because they're, they're, you know, good teams. Uh, I think, like Braden said, 49ers, Steelers, that's going to be a banger. Um, and I, I think low-key – Panthers Falcons is going to be an amazing game. Yeah, any any time it's divisional, it, it's going to be good. I think my thing is these are going to be really really good or just shits the bed so hard bad, like Amber well, heard bad. Oh, oh I don't know about that bad, but <laughs> damn man. Hey, uh, low, hey, but low key the Browns and Bengals could be a good game too. I mean, but but you Maybe. would expect that game because. You would expect that game to be a, a quote unquote banger because you got Deshaun Watson as the quarterback of one and uh Joe Burrow as the quarterback of the other. I I'm looking at like low-key games that people are overlooking and and saying, Well, you know, those two teams are shit, so it's not gonna be a good game. The only way the Bengals Browns would be a banger is Deshaun Watson went to a massage parlor. Mm. Oh. I mean, who who who's to say he hasn't been to one? Watch Maybe out for that Bears Packers matchup, man. That's that's gonna be a good that one. Match. Can that one is well was one I was thinking of too. Um, I just want to see Justin Fields succeed because he's on a shit team. And it's not his fault. What if Arizona and Washington have a banger? Stop capping. I'm not capping. <laughs> I'm not capping. I'm asking a question. Stop capping. What if for what? What if for whatever reason both teams just decide, hey, we're, we'll play a football game today, and then they go out there and actually like, oh, that was more entertaining. Than I what if Kyler Murray didn't play Call of Duty? We can ask all these questions. We ain't getting no answers. <laughs> I mean, we'll get an answer Sunday. Obviously, he's not playing. Is he? ga- no, no, Kyler's not playing. No, he's a uh, he's doing uh, Call of Duty right now. Joshua, yeah, Joshua Dobbs is the uh, the, the quarterback for the for the Redbirds. They could low key yeah. start Clayton Tune. Like I don't think that they've even announced a starting quarterback yet. I, they haven't. Uh, we assume it's going to be Josh Dobbs, but unless they sign somebody out of nowhere like two days before the game, which I doubt. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean it, hell, it's it's happened before. Hell, hell, they might do what they did with the uh, the Broncos and have a fucking wide receiver throw the ball for them. Might have a better better chance, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> let us know in the comments below uh, what what games you think are going to be low key really good. Uh, the hell are you oh, it was just drawing. No, it's the it's the picks. Oh, I, I write shit down too. All right. <laughs> I I use technology. <laughs> I have a spreadsheet to keep it all in, so nothing can be changed at the last minute. Oh, so you don't uh so you don't write in your little uh, uh journal anymore? 
I'll write it in there after the fact, but this is so it's it's in black and white. Everybody could look at it, and we're good. Uh, <laughs> yep. So, uh, with that being said, uh, don't forget to leave a like, comment, share, and subscribe on Spotify and right here on YouTube. What you gotta say, Raj? Um, obviously, what you just said. You know, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, leave a like, share with your friends. Tell us what you think in the comments below. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, give us a five-star rating. And if you don't give us a five-star rating, tell us why and say it with your chest. Brayden, you got anything you want to say before we bounce out here tonight? Week one's a blast, man. Get get ready for it. We're all excited. Uh, you can make the case for any one of these teams, and anyone can believe can believe it. It's all – everyone's 0-0. Zero, zero. It's anyone's game for the taking. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is going to be a lot of fun. Also um, – Make sure you guys check us out on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Make sure you check out the YouTube channel right here again. Subscribe. Click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. Streamlabs.com forward slash movement radio forward slash merch. Go copy some brand new merch. And as always, movementradio.us, which is your one-stop shop for all things movement radio. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. I'm Braden Howard. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.